Welcome or welcome back to another episode of the For the Healthy Hearts podcast, where we talk about conscious living, self-awareness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Ree. Thank you so much for joining me and allowing me to be a part of your journey. So it's been a really long time since there's been a solo episode. Sunset Tim wanted me to let you guys know that he's still alive, and he is. He's doing well. But it's just a lot that I have been really just wanting to get off my chest, wanting to express. I've said this once before. This is almost like therapy for me because, of course, I'm talking to my community. This is, and I feel safe. You know what I mean? Um, But also it's just me telling my story. And y'all know I tend to put a lot of pressure on myself. And that's not any different today, especially since I'm alone. It's been a long time since I've been here alone, and my co-host tends to carry my weight when I'm not doing so good and or when I feel like I'm not doing so good. And he's not here today, but I keep telling myself that whatever I have to say, there's no wrong way to say it. This is my experience, my journey, and as long as I'm speaking from my heart and from my soul, it'll be fine. And hopefully I, you know, help someone in the process. I connect to someone in the process as well. Without further ado, let's get into it. Um, I guess we just kind of picking back up where we left off last year when it was just me um, in this particular episode. So, I don't know how many of y'all listened to a few episodes ago. I don't even remember what it's titled, but my mom was here. My mother was here for three entire weeks, and let me tell you, it was a challenge for me, and I heard this somewhere And it's like, whenever your parents come visit you, it's a lot more triggering for you versus your spouse or your children or whatever the case may be, because you've had to be around this person and you've had trauma that may or may not have been caused by this person. So you suffer a little bit more than the next person would. But yeah, My mother was here, and I don't even know where to begin. I've spoken about this before. I know y'all probably tired of me talking about my mommy issues. If you are, I apologize. And if not, happy to have you here for the ride. (laughs) But in a nutshell, my mother has mental health issues. She has mental mental health issues that have gone untended for years, probably like 20 plus years, and those issues have affected the way that she mothered me then and now. I think on an episode where I talked about reparenting myself, I mentioned the way she speaks to me, the aggressiveness, the negativity, And those things still haven't changed. I still experienced some of those things when she was here. Within those three weeks of her being here, 
I experienced a lot of the things that little me experienced. You know, when you are growing up, when you're a child, you may not realize and you may not understand that a lot of the treatment and a lot of the things that are happening in your life, you may not realize that they're not normal. That you shouldn't be experiencing such things, right? But you then become an adult and you move away and you create a safe space for yourself. And when you talk to this parent or this person, you realize that none of it was normal. There is no way in hell you should have experienced any of the things that you should experience, any of the things that you experienced. And that's why I always say it's important for every single body to check their mental health because it has such a ripple, ripple effect for those around you, especially parents, especially if you are raising little human beings. It has such an effect on them. But with that, because again, all the way that she treated me, she still tries to treat me that way. And to be fully transparent, our relationship is, I don't, I don't know. I find myself wanting it to be more than it is, wanting it to be better, like, I guess being very hopeful, that's, in a nutshell, that's really what it is, being very hopeful, but how our relationship is, it's just, well, how it was, because now I kind of, me being the person that I am today, I really don't feed into a lot of it, but it used to be, like, just a lot of argument, just because how she talked to me, and that's how I knew how to respond. That's how I knew how to communicate at that point in my life. I argue back. In a sense, I was protecting myself, defending myself. And it's so funny. I don't know if y'all have ever heard. Hold on. This mic is slowly falling down. I'm not sure if y'all ever heard of this, but for some people, your parents or your mother or your father is your first bully. And that's genuinely how I felt. But... Coming back to today, I don't, for the most part, because she be, she be trying it, she be testing it. For the most part, I don't argue with her. I let her say whatever she wants to say. And, you know, I'll check her, especially if it's at the cost of my peace, my children's peace, my husband's peace. I'm going to say something. But... When she came here and stayed with us, I wasn't expecting for it to be three weeks. Within those three weeks, I was finally able to realize and understand and work through a lot of the emotions and feelings that I felt during that time. It was almost reflective. It was almost as if I was the future me looking at, or I guess the present me looking at 
the past me, the little me going through these things. And I just wanted to, you know, give her a, a big hug. But I realized that I felt suffocated. I didn't feel safe. I literally, I don't know how many of y'all are on social media, but I have this crochet bucket hat. And the entire time she was here, I wore that hat. And I told Travis, because he, I don't know if he asked me about the hat. I don't really know how the conversation came up, but I remember telling him, I feel safe when I wear this hat. So I'm going to keep wearing this hat. It's just so funny, like the little things that we gravitate towards or something simple as a hat can make me feel safe in the midst of all that was going on. Um, I also felt invalidated and I now truly, truly, truly see this. I think for a large part of my life, probably up until a couple of years ago, I looked for validation so much from external sources. I was trying to fill this void within me. Of course, I longed for the validation from my mother, but I just didn't feel that. I'm not going to get too deep into that, but yeah, I just, y'all know, when it comes to validation, you literally cannot look outside. You have to look inward. I had to take that mic off because it kept falling down. It kept getting on my nerves. It kept sidetracking me. So I had to remove the mic. And I actually, I don't know why I feel like a weight lifted off my shoulder after that. But when it comes to validation, you have to look inward. And as a child, you should feel validated from your parent. You should feel validated from your caregiver and your guardian. You should feel those things. And when you don't, it's just, it's such an ugly feeling. One other thing in which I'm probably going to talk about the most today is just suppressing my feelings and emotions. Because I think this goes hand in hand with feeling silenced, you know, and, and just not wanting to speak up for yourself. Because although our past relationship consisted of a lot of arguments, there was a long period of time where I didn't say anything back. It's so funny when we're kids, we think that adults are always right. We have this age thing where we think, Older people or are right. They're wise. So there was a period in my life where I didn't stick up for myself. And I shouldn't have to. I really shouldn't have to. I shouldn't at the age of 9, 10. I think it really got bad when I was like 14, 15, like kind of like high school. I shouldn't have to stick up for myself. Not by a parent anyway. It can be a complete mindfuck when... And it's confusing when you're treated a certain way by a parent. But because it was someone who not only was an adult, but also my mother, I second-guessed my emotions and my feelings about certain interactions that went on. And it just makes me think about how... Society pushes this narrative that we should always be happy. If we're feeling sad, angry, jealous, whatever, whatever emotion, 
it is looked at as a negative thing, as if we shouldn't be feeling this particular thing. But as long as we're living, as long as we are experiencing life, we're going to feel every emotion possible. And these this includes high vibrational feelings and low vibrational feelings. But I think the problem with me and the rest of society is that we tend to suppress our emotions. We gaslight ourselves. Like I've been guilty of gaslighting myself, like my inner thoughts and validating my feelings and in return suppressing my emotions to particular things. But we have to understand if we really want to know ourselves, if we really want to feel high vibrational feelings, we have to work through whatever emotion that we're having currently and emotions that we had in the past. And that's kind of where I am right now. When I was younger, I didn't really get to feel those emotions. There was a point where she was here, I, th- I guess it was a couple of weeks ago now, but when she was here on her three-week, because I'm still blown that she was here for three weeks. She's never stayed here that long. And let me get let me get this out because my brain is all over the place. But there was a point where she came in my room and she said something to me. And I was literally fighting back tears because I just felt so hurt. And sometimes you'd be like, is this shit really real life? Is this really my life? I think on the outside looking in, especially like people who actually know me, they would have never thought that this was something that was going on and I often like I said before invalidate myself because I'm like well it's people out there going through worse things but every trauma every experience is valid and I have to keep reminding myself of that but yeah like I said that's kind of where I am now kind of just acknowledging my emotions my feelings and my pain And understanding that in order for me to actually grow, I have to. Also, I've realized that for quite a long time, I have been running away from myself. I remember for the longest, I didn't really want to sit down and meditate because I didn't want to hear my inner thoughts. I didn't want to finally sit down, silence the noise of the outside world so that I would hear (laughs) my inner thoughts. Because when you really listen to your inner thoughts, it sometimes it can open up a whole lot of shit that you didn't even know was within you. But you have to. You, you You really do. So in a sense, for a while, I was just running away from myself. And I'm finally now at a point where I'm done running. There is nothing within me, within my inner thoughts, my feelings, that I cannot handle. Running away from myself is by far one of the easiest things that I've ever done. Today's episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. 
Get farm to table quality with every HelloFresh box. HelloFresh's seasonal ingredients are picked at peak ripeness and travel from the farm to your doorstep in less than seven days for fresh flavor every single time. HelloFresh is all about convenience, which is why it's more convenient than grocery shopping. But did you know that it's also cheaper too? It's also 25% less expensive than takeout. You probably didn't know this, but making food content and just cooking a lot was a large part of my job in the past. And although I love food, I mean really, really love food and cooking. Too much of anything, even if it's something that you love, can cause burnout. So your girl was a victim of burnout once again. I didn't feel like cooking. I didn't even want to think about food. But HelloFresh helped me out a lot when it came to that. I didn't have to think about what recipes to cook, what ingredients I needed, or anything like that. HelloFresh really came in clutch during that time of my life. So shout out to HelloFresh. If you're looking for ways to simplify your life and still eat healthy, go to HelloFresh.com F-T-H-H. 16 and use code FTHH16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash FTHH16 and use code FTHH16. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. When I finally decided to stop running, it got harder. <laughs> it did, it got harder. I wish I could sit here lie to you and tell you that my life got so much easier when I stopped running if it was that easy a lot of more a lot a lot of people will be doing it we would live in a more peaceful a more balanced world if it was easy a lot of people would be doing it trust me but when I stopped running I had to finally deal with those emotions and those feelings that I had stored in me for so, so many years. And when you have or when you've been holding on for something for so long, those feelings and emotions intensify, especially if you've been telling yourself, that you're wrong and you've been invalidating yourself and you've been playing yourself you know what I mean when you finally get to feel those emotions because I think that we suppress our emotions as a as a human race we've been suppressing our emotions for so long that we don't even know how to feel them we don't even know where to begin and I think that's a whole nother conversation in itself but when you do finally feel them shit gets harder it gets harder but then it starts to slowly 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 get a little bit easier every day it feels like a weight is lifted off of your shoulder and something that I struggle with is just being angry and being resentful of my mother because of the way that she raised me, the way that she, some of the things that she said. And I just, I can't wrap my head around it, honestly. But at the end of the day, you have to realize that your parents, 
your lover, your children, whoever you resent in your life, they're human beings. And although your experience, your experience with them, not necessarily your entire experience, but some of the things that you've experienced with them by interacting with them had a negative effect on you. It has so much more to do with them than it does you. And at the end of the day, they're just human beings and it's a lot of unresolved trauma and so much of them running away from themselves. And that's why they can't, that's why it's hard for them to treat you or speak to you in a way that they should. And something else that I've really come to realize is that although it may not seem like it, although it may be like, why the fuck? How could you? Why would you think or feel this way? But nothing in my life that I experienced was by mistake. Nothing in your life that you experienced is by mistake. Nothing that you will have experienced is by mistake. That's what life is about. Life is about experiencing and trauma and pain. It's not only about that. It's about all the good things, too. But I think that we all experience some type of trauma, no matter how big, no matter how small. It's so that we can connect with one another, so we can relate to one another. And... Don't get me wrong, we can connect and relate through positive experiences as well because ultimately, in a sense, that's what we're doing here, but in order for us to feel all of these high vibrational feelings like joy, happiness, love, you know, and just feel seen, we have to work through all the shit that we went through and that we will go through. And I have the honor of sitting here and talking you talking to you today because I am conscious enough. I am here. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm here enough to work through my emotions and my feelings. So I'm starting to look at my pain as a gift, as a gateway to communicate with the world, to let others know that you're not alone, that I see you, I hear you, I feel you. If you really sit down and work through all of your emotions, Although the shit is hard, <laughs> there's a light at the end of the tunnel. There's light, there's a light at the end of it all. So fast forwarding to current times, the present moment. <sighs> I'm grateful that my mother was here. That time with her was because certain things now I can like look back on and just laugh, but during that actual moment, like, I just thought, I was just, I didn't know how I would get through it. And I and I didn't understand how 
I got through it. Like when I was living with her for 18 years of my life, I didn't really understand how I got through it. And it's just so crazy how so much fucked up shit like was going on with me as far as my anxiety and my gut health, which both are intertwined with one another. Anywho, I feel like I was supposed to be going up and I'm going back down. (laughs) Fast forwarding to today. I'm feeling really, really grounded, starting to feel like myself again, because during that time, I FaceTimed a friend and she immediately noticed. She was like, you're not yourself. You, you're literally your younger self right now. You're your younger self because I was just searching for safety and for security during the time that she was here. Hence my little crochet bucket hat, but my friend could see that. So now I'm finally at a point where I feel like myself, I feel grounded because my family and I, we've worked really hard to create a safe space for ourselves, a space where we feel peace and tranquility and secure and love. All, all of the things that we love to feel. We worked hard to create a space like that. And when you come from an environment where you experience the exact opposite, it's, it's I don't know, it's like, it's a blessing. It's, it's a feeling once you finally feel it, you don't want to ever let go of. So this is my sacred space. And to have that kind of energy in my space, y'all know we did a lot of smudging and... <laughs> I don't know, it just took us, it took us a little bit to get back to ourselves, but we are finally here. I mentioned this a few episodes ago that I've started to microdose. I've been microdosing for probably like three months now. And which in that episode, I kind of I kind of like casually mentioned and I didn't really like talk about it at all. But the reason why I wanted to start microdosing and like, I'm not someone who just tries things. I've done extensive research on this thing. I made sure that the person that I am getting or the brand that I'm getting the um, psilocybin from is trusted and all that good stuff. But the reason why I wanted to start microdosing is because I felt myself going into a depression. I've been there before, and I know what that feels like. And when you're in it, it feels like you're you're never going to leave it. And I will do anything to never feel that feeling again. And the reason why I was feeling that way is because of someone else's experience, my mom, her experience. She was going through a lot of things. And it's so crazy because she's my mom, and I, I love her. And y'all know I'm an empath, so I feel so deeply the experiences of others, especially those I love. And she has been going through a lot of things lately. And it would be to the point where, like mental health things, like sometimes she would call me just literally crying at the top of her lungs and it's a hard thing. I try to be there for her, but also distance myself because I, I don't know if that makes sense, y'all. And I'm, I'm trying not to worry about how 
I'm being perceived, how I'm coming off by saying this, because I do have to protect my mental health at all costs. And when it comes to someone you love needing help mentally, physically, spiritually, they have to want that help themselves. Like there's nothing that I can do. And trust me, I tried to get her to do what she needs to do to become better. But that said, I felt myself going, sliding into a depression. So I was like, let me try microdose. And I had heard a whole lot about it, like randomly, like from different people, it kept coming up. And so finally, I was like, let me look into this. And I was really skeptical at first because your girl, I don't do like, I, I tried weed and I almost lost my shit. So I was a little skeptical, but the good thing about the company that I got it from, you have to go through a consultation and everything like that. But I literally didn't feel any kind of high or anything like that. Um, if y'all want, I can do a whole episode on my experience and just kind of talk more about that. But today, that's really not what it's about. I think with the help of the mushrooms, I am in a space that I have never ever been before mentally spiritually physically I have never been here before and I'm gonna look at my notes because I wrote this down I kept saying it to myself because I was like does this make sense and then I said it to Travis the other day and he was like yeah that that shit hard that makes sense but basically I'm, I don't even know if I have to look at my notes but basically the discomfort of my unknown future it now outweighs the comfort of the current habits that aren't serving me the habits that I that made me feel safe and secure right y'all know and I've said this before um, I learned this from the book the mountain is you but as human beings we want to feel comfortable and we want to feel safe even if this thing is good for us. If it makes us feel uncomfortable, if it goes past our threshold, we won't do it because we want to feel comfortable. And I found myself in that space for a really, really long time. But now my comfort zone is beginning to be uncomfortable for me. You know what I mean? Like I'm started, I was starting to feel stagnant. And I just, I couldn't take it anymore. And y'all know that the unknown future, the unpredictable future, is scary. We don't know what the fuck could happen, you know? And not even speaking from a negative standpoint. What if, I used to always tell myself, what if everything I ever wanted came true what if my wildest dreams were manifested that's scary scary is uncomfortable even though scary isn't always bad like that's technically a good scary but it's still uncomfortable but I'm at a point now where that discomfort is outweighing the comfort of the known of the predictable future that experience in itself can be confusing 
it can be difficult because it's like, why would I risk my comfort? The most desirable thing, the most desired thing by all human beings, why would I risk it? Why would I risk my comfort in order to grow, in order to manifest the good, the positive, unknown? Why would I do that? But why, why wouldn't I do that, you know? I've outgrown the past version of myself. The future version of me, I'm ready to be her. I am connected to her more than I'm connected to this version of myself. If that makes any sense at all. I'm starting to look like her. I'm starting to think like her. I'm starting to do the things that she do. I'm starting to problem solve how she problem solves. And ultimately, I'm just starting to become her. And I love that for me. Sometimes when I think things and when I do things, it's like I don't even really recognize myself. And that's growth. <laughs> that's literally what that is. And I think especially when we are on a spiritual journey, I think we really we really desire that growth, you know? It's like we want that more than anything. We want to be healed and we want to be transformed into this future versions of ourselves more than anything at all. But just to go back, you do you have to heal that past version of yourself to become your future self. I've been on this journey for years, eight, nine years. And I think I'm now finally becoming the person that I was meant to be and at some point I'm going to outgrow that person because I'm going to keep growing I'm going to keep evolving I'm going to keep seeking knowledge not only about the world around me but also about myself so just keep that in mind when you are so desperate for growth of any kind it happens very slowly as it should Something that is going to transform you, your mindset, your body, your soul, it should happen slowly. It should not be an overnight thing. If you run into any human being and they, and sometimes it may feel like an overnight thing, but it's really not overnight. But if you ever run into a human being and they tell you that their journey was an overnight thing, mm, you need to side, side eye them because that's not the way it is for most of us. But I'm going to get ready and end the podcast here. I hope that I wasn't all over the place, which I know I probably was because that's how it's done here. It's what does Travis say? It is organized chaos. But that's why y'all love us. And that's why y'all love it here. I'm sending you so much peace, so much love, so much abundance, and everything you need 
in this moment. Talk to you next time.